welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to... <laughs> welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time, our heroes saved the city of Malatine. And uh, they, uh, in doing so, they are, uh, among many other things, but uh, are deemed as the heroes of Malatune. Um, and so now we go, uh, you know, we, when we last left off, there were festivities and people were celebrating. And uh, we also lost sight of both Jethal and Lady Isabella um, you know, throughout the crowd. So we're, we're not sure we, where we they went off to. Nudge, you know what I mean? But uh, we will come back to them later. In the meantime, let's go ahead and introduce everybody else. So, uh, Toromir, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? And kind of how are you celebrating the, the winning of the war? Uh, so, uh, hi everyone. Uh, this is Brandon. I play Toromir, the dwarf monk. And Toromir is kind of being low-key with his celebration, you know, just uh, celebrating with some tea and sitting down with members of the White Lily and... You know, just commiserating and catching up and that sort of thing. Okay. Sounds good. That sounds very Toromir-like. Um, and uh, Tegan, um, you want to go and introduce yourself and tell us how you're celebrating? Hey, everyone. I'm Chris, the other Chris. I uh, play Tegan Stumbleduck, the gnome sorcerer. And Tegan is on cloud nine. So right now, he's in between a conversation between um, the Rolly guys, oh, motorbike burning game. wheels, burning wheels, yeah, the, the Rolly guys, them. yeah, the Rolly guys, they uh... sound like luggage. <laughs> well, we're talking about when I was a hood ornament, and I'm just recounting the fact that it was my motivational speech that helped get the city evacuated. At the same time, it was my mad warfare skills talking about the patented uh tegan pincher maneuver that kind of closed <laughs> the the battle out um and it's just it's it's awesome and at the same time i got my new pet um so i'm gonna raise uh maurice to be the best zombie pet that uh has ever uh, the best for. around I mean, yeah. I, have, I have a question around this zombie pet. I'm, doesn't he have the urge to, like, eat brains? Like, is it just going to, like, one day wake up next to Tegan and just be like, num num brains? No, we're, gonna, we're going to uh, potty train him so that he doesn't do that. Potty train him. So yeah. vegetarian zombie, is that what we've gone to? Grains! <laughs> Yeah, you know, we bonded, you know. I couldn't, like, swallow for a while. He can't eat, you know. We're like, we're like brothers. <laughs> we're like... Phrasing. I'm glad you've gotten over your inability to swallow. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think I may just have just spit it out already. <laughs> oh, boy. We just, we're just, you know, two peas in a pod. We're just, we're, that's not going to be a problem. T- Tegan's laughing so hard he's squeaking. Are we going to have trouble finding, you know, Tegan and Maurice just like we're having difficulty finding <laughs> Saul and Isabella? 
Tegan's a little old for that kind of silliness. Oh, I don't know. I don't. So I mean, you are calling him together. your pet, so you know this could be one of those weird, like you know, you've got a leash kind of things for him. <laughs> no, this no, is true. No. This is me just wanting to follow in Tabitha's footsteps, where I get to raise something. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Up next. That is not what I'm looking for in a uh, uh, relationship. On that note, uh, Tabitha and her pets, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Oh, boy. Uh, my name is Jess. Uh, I am playing Tabitha, and I have Gregory and uh, Francis, who are my faithful companions, and... Um, yeah, uh, we're... Uh, I'm making sure that they get an extra special treat for having such a good uh, combat uh, and making sure to treat their wounds and get them all healed up. And then after they're all settled, I will go to the pub and have um, a few drinks. All right. And uh, Athir, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us how you're celebrating? Um. Sure. Uh, my name's Brian. I play the role of Athir, the elf fighter of the group, and uh, celebration is not necessarily in Athir's mind at the moment, considering he knows the work is not done. So he has gone off in search of Marin to find her, find out what her next moves are with her and the rebellion, and see if uh, there is yes. uh, some uh, possibilities of seeking out the wardens. All right, so uh, Athir has gone off with, uh, in, you know, to discuss with Tabitha and the rest of the and, and the rest of the rebellion, figure out kind of what's going on there. Uh, everybody else is kind of in the central Ta- area. Tabitha, sorry, I am terrible with names what? right now. Athir has gone off with Marin to uh, and and the rest of the rebellion to figure out uh, oh, kind yeah. of what the uh, what the next plan is. The rest uh, of the rebellion. All right. I didn't realize this was going to be like a good <laughs> time. having thing. a good time. Oh. And <laughs> We're having a time. good time. We're having a good time. Tabitha, Tegan, and Tormir are kind of out in sort of the main sort of celebration area, along with the, most of the other uh, victors of the, of the war. Um, and uh, as uh, you guys are continuing your celebrations, uh, you see Jathal and Lady Isabella show up together. And Jathal, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? And what do you look like returning with Lady Isabella to the party? Did you give her the old green dress? <laughs> God, I don't even know what that is. Uh, hello, my name is Chris. I play Jathal, the amazing elf wizard of this ragtag group. Oh, wait, have. wait, wait, wait. What? The amazing? Oh, yeah. When did that happen? He's been saying that now twice. Um, mm. Yeah, ladies have elements in too. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, care I, what actually, lazy Lady Isabella tells la- you. Lazy Isabella. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, she's not lazy. <laughs> wow. I'm sure she would actually just describe him as adequate. Oh, <laughs> wow! This is a rough crowd. That's That's rough, harsh. Very rough crowd. Adequate That's just all. Harsh. <laughs> Uh, but yes, 
Uh, so, you know, we we went and had a... <laughs> had some drinks. It's fine. <laughs> I bet you did. Did she come back calling yeah. him Yanni? No. no. She still refers to no. him as Jathal. Oh. Or occasionally Yanthal. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, As flashbacks that, to when they first met. Yep. <laughs> that was the first name he introduced himself to her as. I mean, yes. To be fair, the there way was... he first introduced himself to her was slapping her in the face, so. <laughs> that is also true. <sighs> Little did we'll he have know. To bring that up. <laughs> she was actually into that. Yanni, <laughs> the, the ladies' man. Of course, that's me. I'm a ladies' man, kind of. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> kind of awkward, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we came back. We, I, I, I'm happy. I mean, we're all <laughs> happy, right? Everyone's happy. <laughs> Some of us more everyone's than happy. others. Everyone's happy. We just we. I, it's, I don't know. I feel like everyone's happy. We won the war. Mm-hmm. So does anyone say anything to call it? Anyone say anything to Jathal as he uh, shows back up? Yanni, you're here. Come tell us some stories. I'm surprised you're able to walk after all that celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, you can barely see it, but I go a little bit flushed. Not really flushed, I guess, more so blushing. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. We only had a couple drinks. <laughs> that does take the edge off. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, there may this is going may nowhere be, quickly. <clears throat> Uh, so there may or may not be, uh, I'm not sure how visible I guess it would be, but, uh, you may see, like, a, something peeking out of her mm, pocket or mm -hmm. something like that. Put your mouth nope. back in your nope. house, nope. Mr. Nope. Nope. No, 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 the glass rose. <laughs> Did it, like, transport or something? What? <laughs> 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 He's magical. Anyway, that's well, a it's just a unique use for prestidigitation. <laughs> okay, no, I, I like the, I like that Jathal was trying to be you know, kind of romantic with the glass rose, and everyone took it in the opposite direction. <laughs> yep, complete opposite direction. Yep, that, that's fair. That, that's that tracks. Wow, I don't even remember the glass rose. Oh. Hey, I do. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. So you guys Yeah, we just we just oh. had a few drinks. So come tell us come tell some stories with us. I mean, I feel like you're the better storyteller. Oh, but you have to tell the best parts about how you vanquished the foes and, and flew the ship and how you allowed me to use the loudspeaker. I mean... Is that really the best part I was, of it? I was pretty amazing uh, flying the ship around. So, uh... I, I guess... That, that reminds me. I need to go back to the ship and 
uh, take away that that power, so you can't use the loudspeaker again. <laughs> <laughs> now that the battle's over. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Good reminder. Oh. So what do we do now? So yeah, the the festivities continue on for the rest rest of the night. Um, I mean, as you guys are you know well aware, all around you is uh, unfortunate destruction and devastation and you know things like that. But um, pretty much the general sentiment from just about everybody here is more of just a celebration uh, to a degree of just relief and just that that the war is over and that. Very likely, there are some people who are starting to talk about how do we get to clean up, how are we going to rebuild, um, who's going to be in charge, things like that. Um, so that's that's all kind of a lot. You know, some of those conversations seem to be starting to happen around uh, around this evening, but for the most part, almost everybody kind of seems seems to have the intention of putting those conversations off until tomorrow and just allowing everyone to just, you know, celebrate and, you know, be relieved at the fact that the war is finally over uh, for the evening. So uh, the the battle, or not the battle, the war, or the celebration <laughs> goes on for the re- remainder of the evening. Uh, we will fade to black. Meanwhile, uh, we will uh, cut over to Athir, who tracks down uh, Marin and Alina Two Swords. Uh, as well as uh, Jarman, uh, the the four of them uh, end up finding each other in uh, inside the city in uh, Skyreach, uh, but in an area where there's not that many people around. And uh, Marin seems has, a, and this is a rarity for Marin, uh, has a uh, a glass of uh, wine with a stemmed glass in her hand, and says, "That was some battle out there, wasn't it, Athir?" I mean, you guys held your own. How's the rebellion holding up? Well, uh, honestly, it uh, remains to be seen at this point because uh, depending on kind of how the next few days go, there might not be a uh, force that we need to rebel against anymore. So uh, right now we're... uh, The intention right now is that we... All of us feel that uh, Lady Isabella should be put in charge of the city, uh, at least until uh, what the way she termed it is uh, until things can be stabilized and uh, um, we can begin holding elections for who should be uh, in charge. But how uh, does how does Zane Crow figure into all of this? That's the tricky part. Um. I mean, he's he hasn't been around for any of the celebrations. He went back down to the Cogworks district. I don't know what he's trying to cook up at this at this point. If he's just retreating back into his hole and maybe going to try to usurp power later, maybe he's going to try to usurp it tomorrow. Um, we honestly don't know. But being that you know the five of you are here, the you know the rest of the rebellion is still alert i mean we lost a few of our numbers but um unfortunately one of the oldest members of the city shale didn't make it through the battle uh and and mad marwood also uh fell in defense of the walls 
but you, I'm sorry. Are you pl- are you planning to have a memorial service for them? Absolutely. We, uh, we sh- right now uh, we figure it is the uh, time to celebrate for the living, but uh, come tomorrow I think that we uh, we acknowledge and mourn the dead. I think that's all right. That would be right. I think uh, there was many, uh, or at least a few within our party that uh, took a liking to th- uh, them. And uh, I, I, I'm sure Tegan is is well, has a few feelings regarding Mad Marwood. Mm-hmm. So they they seem to be uh, fast friends very quickly and kindred spirits. I would say yes. Agreed. The other thing also that I that may uh, deter Zane from trying anything is uh, I out on the battlefield. I did happen to see members, some of the more prominent members of the uh, Order of the White Lily there, and. Um, their reputation precedes themselves. As such, I honestly think that were Zane to try anything, uh, he would be well aware that it might be a foolish errand, a fool's errand to to do so when people of that reputation are around. <laughs> so, yes, but you know, there's always fools that will be foolish. So let's hope that uh, he does not take it upon himself to do something of that nature. What's your What's your plans? Uh, are you going to stay with the city, or are you going to do something else? I've put a lot of my time into the city. Um, leading the rebellion uh, was a lot of work, and I mean, I was I, I don't want to take full credit for it, but um, I'd like I, I'd like to see it rebuilt. At this point, I'd like to help with that. And after that's done, I, I honestly don't know. I might move on to whatever comes next. But What about the Wardens? Are you still going to look for them? Eventually. Eventually. I mean, it's, it's still... I mean, they haven't come looking for me. And, I mean, it, it goes both ways. So I, I would... I haven't, you know, other than yourself, I haven't seen anyone else from them in a long time. It's uh, rare that you come across someone. I've come across a few, but they're few and far between. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how many escaped, so we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm, my time is right now kind of tied with this other group of people, but uh, if I get the time, I'll definitely try to track them down. How, how about you? Where do you... Uh, are you sticking around here, or are you guys moving on to whatever's next we're gonna have to move on there's uh i think we talked about the stones and uh we've got more to find there's you, more you more ex- at stake here you explained briefly that there were stones and that they were involved in saving the world how how exactly does that work if you're able to explain um if we had to thaw here he could probably explain it better um, I, I I don't know the, all the workings of it. I just know that there is this mysterious force that is being kept um, at bay, and if the stones are not returned, um, it will be released upon the world, and that is not a good thing. So we need to recover the stones and imp- uh, keep whatever is there imprisoned. Well, I mean... You've always been at the, uh, the 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 eye of the storm more times than I can count. So, <laughs> hopefully, we'll get to the calm, but that uh, we'll see when that happens. 
Uh, at that point, uh, Alina, kind of having stood there wait, waiting for her turn to in, in conversation, goes, I only regret that I wasn't there to to see that uh, wolf die by my hands. But um, did he happen to mention anything of Kevdak before he fell? He did, I believe. And I'm going to have to go to you, Tony, if I can remember anything. Uh, it was... It, uh, it was actually Maurice who said Kevdak, uh, mentioned Kevdak, and Kevdak uh, has led a, a force of undead south to the city of Azadmus. Azadmus, that's what it was. Okay. So I explained to her that uh, that what Maurice had, had said. Okay. Uh, she goes, very well then. She looks at Marin and goes, I would like to stay and help, but I am needed elsewhere. I, I must go and find Kevdak. And then she turns to you, uh, Theron, and goes, I will track him down. When you have time, I would request you to fulfill your oath and help me in re- rescuing Kevdak and eventually returning me to me and my order to power in uh, Nishtune. I swear that we will not abuse it next time. Well, we keep our word, so let us know when that time is. How how should I contact you? Do you have some magical way to be in, reached out to? Uh, well, we have a... Speed dial. A speed dial. Um, <laughs> we have a pager. Um, we have a <laughs> fax machine. Um, Just uh, ask your parents. We, <laughs> yeah. What are these things? What is Why whenever I connect to the internet does it sound like robots are screaming? <laughs> um, we'll have to, you know, we'll have to figure that out. Uh, I'm sure there's wizards about that could figure out a magical way of doing, keeping us in touch. All right. We need to find one of those wizards before I leave, because I will be here, but no, you know, no more than another day or two. Marin, do you know of anybody? Well, I don't know too many wizards, but I mean, you. What about the the wiz- the hedge wizard? The what's her name? Hmm. That. Well, I mean. We could uh, we could possibly uh, ask. Uh, I mean, Vanny can teleport people around, so uh, I don't know how far her range is. Um, she always mentioned her sister was good at uh, communicating over long distances, though. So maybe we could uh, talk to her. I, I honestly don't know how that all works. I don't know either. That's why I always ask. But um, yeah, they could be asked. Uh, the other, the, you know, Marin also goes. The, you, you know, Jethal seems like a pretty powerful wizard. Um, maybe he could come up with some way. Uh, sure, we can ask him. You sound so confident about that. This 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 guy, I can do it. <laughs> I'm Probably. I'm pretty sure he's gonna look into his spell book and go, nope, I don't have any spells that look like that. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we can we can ask. 
So the uh, the conversation between you and Marin and Alina Two Swords. Jarman's there, but he really kind of just stands back and he doesn't really participate in the conversation much. But he was never much the conversationalist before, anyway. Um, give it, give it, give it, give it, Jarman. So they uh, the conversation goes long into the in, into the night and even into the early morning. Uh, but we will go ahead and uh, cut away from that. So the next day. Um, there are, there's a number of different, uh, things that you guys can do. You guys have probably a week or so, um, that you guys can, can get together. The first thing that happens though in the morning is, uh, Unum and Diem find you. Uh, who do they find first in the party? Tegan. Is Tegan the, Tegan the wake first? Let's make it random. Okay. Uh, everyone, go ahead and just roll a d20 in uh, roll 20. D20. I know how to do this. Slash R space d20. Shh. Or there's this whole, you know, thing that looks like a d20 on the side and you could just click on. Okay. No. So, uh, what did everybody get? Uh, Brandon, or I'm sorry, uh, Tormir, what did you get? I mean, same thing at this point. Uh, 13. Okay. Uh, Tegan, what'd you get? I got an 18. Okay. Uh, Jathal, what did you get? Got a nice one. <laughs> Jathal's nice sleeping. One. Nice today. one what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what. <laughs> Jathal is sleeping in. <laughs> sleeping it off, more like. Yeah, it could be too. Tabitha, what did you get? I got a 13. All right. And Athir, what did you get? I got an 11. All right. So uh, the first person up in the morning is, in fact, Tegan. <laughs> it's like I'm he excited. knew it all along. I knew it. Me and Maurice were talking. So did you, so you, so did you maybe, like, did you not sleep well and woke up early, or are you just an early riser? I am not an early riser, but I am super excited to get to know Maurice and start his training. Okay. So you wake up, and you're just talking to Maurice. And Maurice, you know, being undead, just doesn't sleep. So Maurice just kind of sat there and watched you while you slept. It was kind of weird. I didn't um, mind. But uh, overall, uh, first thing in the morning, you wake up, and Maurice is just kind of standing like, Oh, good morning. Hey, how's it going, Maurice? Good. Um, did you sleep well? I slept great. Hey, let's talk about your training. So first of all, we've got to figure out what kind of stuff can you do. So we've got to figure out, can you cast spells or can you fight? Or So we're going to have to figure out all the cool stuff that you can do. Well, I used to have this cool sword, uh, but it doesn't work anymore. Really? Um, Where's it at? Oh, it's right here. He like holds up like a hilt of a sword. Oh. Uh, he goes, uh... It literally is like the, 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 the pommel and the cross guard, but there's no blade on the sword. He's okay. like, uh, when uh, w- the, the, the whole, like, uh, you know, Kev, uh, Kunith shoe thing that, that we had going, um, when, when he infused us with enough power, we would actually have, like, these blades that would come out. Um, and it, it was cool. Like, that was our epic weapon. The other thing I can do is this. He, like, holds out his hands and, like, his fingers, like, can grow long and make claws. He goes, I can claw people, but people think that's... I, 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 I when, when I saw your group and, and, uh, 
and the other two do that. Um, it, it seemed a little. They, they seemed a little creeped out by it. So that's why I haven't done it since. Okay. Well, we'll we'll just get it trained so that you know when we say claw time, you just take them out and and go at things. So that'll be awesome. As okay. far as your sword's concerned, we'll have to get you another sword. We'll have to figure out. Maybe we can talk to a Thier and maybe he knows how to do it. I've got okay. one sword, but I can't get anybody else to hold it, so it doesn't really work. Oh, okay. Um, so, well, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I try to, I'm trying to give it to people. It doesn't work. It's, yep. the one, it's the one that's, that's cursed. What, what do you I, I'm sure it feels that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all are bad. I'm like, why are y'all laughing? Y'all are wrong. So as, as you are having this conversation, um, you you see uh, at, at this point, um, uh, Unum and Diem walk up. And they're like, oh, hey, uh, glad we found you. And I give them a big hug. I'm like, yeah, brothers. And they, they kind of hug you, but they're like, they're like, too excited to tell you about something. They're like, yeah, 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 hug, yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, right, so this is my pet, Maurice. Say hi, Maurice. Hi. Wait, you you own him? Yes, this is my pet. <laughs> and uh, like Una and I'm looking at each other like, I, I didn't think you could own people. I I, I thought that was always frowned upon. <laughs> no, and, no, and, like no. they're they're talking like they they're not talking to you. They're talking to each other. The other one's like, uh, yeah, I thought so too. But I mean, we we own like some of the constructs. I'm like, yeah, but they don't have personalities. Well, maybe Maurice doesn't have much of a personality either. Well, even if he has a little personality, it might still be you know frowned upon to own a person. I'm like, well, let's ask him. And then they look at you like, can you can you own a person? Oh, it's a it's a complicated thing. What did you want to talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, so we were talking uh, with uh, Lucas yesterday at the uh, the, the celebrations. Um, you, you remember you met Lucas before, right? Yeah, he's the one that gave me the drink that, that allows me to swallow. It's pretty awesome. He's got oh, cool. Beer. Well, yep. what is your phrasing? I just, what it's, it's what is your phrasing? What, how would uh, all right? Well, I'll change phrasing. Well, and, and he he and Wayne were talking about. I guess you guys went to a. Uh, I think Wayne uh, had gone um, to with uh, with with the rest of you guys to this ruins or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you found something. Wayne was describing what it was. I didn't fully understand, but it sounded like it was an old dwarven rune forge. Yes. Um, yeah, we found the dwarven rune forge, and uh, Tormir used it and got it got it working somehow. So we we have a theory, because um, it, it's I, I think it's. Or Lucas told us that they thought it was broken, but um, if it's if I, I I've been familiar with uh, some of the rune forges in the past, uh, at least on in paper. I've, I've never actually seen a real one. Uh, they use a lot of power, but uh, inside that stone that you guys use to power the uh, uh, storm chaser or. Mm-hmm. or um, there's a lot of power there, so it's possible if we could travel down to Clear Meadow uh, or to, to that ruins that's near Clear Meadow, and then go get the you know, see if we can take apart what uh, remains of the Rune Forge there, 
we may be able to reconstruct something on board the ship and that might give you guys in essence a rune forge that you guys would have on your own ship that would be awesome in fact there's probably some people who would like a, a ride back to clear meadow to start rebuilding so i think that's perfect let's go uh let's go find jathal and tormir okay so right, jathal and tormir aren't too far away uh well uh, you find tormir first um, and Tormir said, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I, what are you, what are you doing in the morning, Tormir? Hmm. I, I just, you know, wanted some choice in the matter. Okay. Well, so my assumption was uh, when uh, eventually that he <laughs> finds fine. Tormir is that Tormir is uh, setting up a whole, you know, brewing tea in the morning and. Getting, you know, kind of doing his morning exercises and things like that when uh, when Tegan stumbles upon him. Hey, Tormir. Um, I think Shh. we can... Shh. I'm boring. Oh. You're boring? Yes. Yes, you are. All right. I'm going to go now. Later, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. But Tabitha's not there. It's just me and... Unum, Diem, and Maurice. I'm pouring. Okay. Well, wait. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? That's some good tea. Are you done yet? Yeah, all right. What's up? Oh, okay, cool. So, um, Unum and Diem uh, think that they can put the Rune Forge on our ship. On the Storm Chaser. Not the ruined forge, the rune forge. That's what I said. No, you said the ruined forge. So, T- Tabitha, would you have been nearby at this point? No. <laughs> I mean, you can be if you want to. Yes. Okay. Yes, so- I heard everything, and I correct him. So, so that, you're, you're you're like the ruined forge, and all of a sudden, like Tabitha, like walks up behind you guys unexpectedly and just says, "No, the ruined forge." And a tiny girlish. Screech escapes the lips of Tegan. Oh, get over it. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, I mean, sounds like a great idea, all, but do we know that's going to work together? Well, yeah, Unum, yeah, goes, well, if, if my understanding of the designs of the Ruin Forges, I mean, it's, it's an ancient technology, but it's the, the biggest thing that, that there was a the biggest challenge that there was to it was it required an immense amount of magical energy. Um, based upon our understanding of uh, what you guys described, the, the stone that came out of the, um, the labs is capable of doing is it has an excess amount of energy that it's able to use to power the, uh, to power your ship. And, I believe Jathal was explaining that there's more than one of those stones. I mean, if one stone can power that much, uh, you know, two would be able to power an immense amount more. And the power that you could maybe infuse through a rune forge, if we can channel that power through it, um, it would have to likely be uh, built into the infrastructure of the ship itself. So kind of coupled more or less permanently together. Uh, but you could probably build things or at least enchant things more powerful than the Rune Forge originally could have when it was first designed, at least in theory, anyway. 
We can make you super fists. <clears throat> you know? But I, anyways. Like I, punching. Like Just. Th but what happens if we deplete a stone? DM kind Is of. Is that possible? To, you know, kind of puts one, you know, his his hand to his chin and kind of in a very thoughtful manner goes, I guess I never thought of that before. Um, Would this ship know that? Um, I, I, I don't know. You, you, can can, ask the, you can ask the ship questions. Yeah, the ship ask, answers the stuff that we, uh, we ask it. Let's go find Yanni. Yanni will know what's going on. All right, well, I'm going to... You know, continue having my tea. Okay. Let's go find Yanni. Okay. I don't Eventually know if he likes you calling him that. Eventually Probably not. He's not going to like it when I walk in on him in a second either. Can you Make sure you knock. <laughs> what? No. I'm what? so not knocking. <laughs> so eventually... You're going to you... see people without pants on if you do that. <laughs> I'm 160. Plan. I don't care. You might lose an eye. <laughs> you might want to lose an eye. So eventually you guys get, a, um, you find uh, Jathal. Jathal looks extremely tired. Like he, it, <laughs> it, um, but it's, you find Jathal, Athir, and Alina Two Swords kind of having a conversation where um, Alina's asking questions of Jathal of how, how do we communicate over long distances and Jathal looks like he is just so tired he's maybe catching like two or three words. Uh you know, or every like third word of what's being said, and he's just like, What? Uh, hang on. like he hasn't fully woken up yet. Um, but it's just the this three of them true. there. And uh, uh so Tegan excitedly uh finds uh the three of them first and uh runs up to them. Yanni, Yanni, guess what? Guess what? What do you want, child? We figured. Oh, sorry, Tegan. What do you want? I'm not. Oh, well. No, don't worry about it. It's. I'm too excited. So, uh, Unum and Diem can hook up a, a Rune Forge up to the Storm Chaser. Uh, oh, okay. Now we can make super enchantments and stuff. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um. What does what does that mean? What do we what do we? I mean, I know what it is, and I understand what it means. But what what do we got to do? Well, we just well, we take the ship back to Clear Meadow, let Unum and DMC the broken forge, and then let them start working on putting it, fixing the the forge and putting it on the ship. We can even take some people back to Clear Meadow if they want to start rebuilding, rather than having them walk all the way back. Kind of is Unum and DM with him or not? Yeah, Unum and Diem followed him in, along with uh, Tabitha. Tormir, did you follow as well? No, he stayed and had tea. Well, it, uh, that's why I'm asking. Did he stay and have tea, or did he accompany Tegan when he went to talk to Jathal? I'm still having tea. Okay. So, you, uh, you see, uh, yeah, the, the four short people being... Okay. Uh, I look at Unum and Diem and I say, so, what kind of time frame we talking here? Well, we've never worked with a rune forge before, but um, getting everything hooked up as far as the magical energy, uh, testing it out, making sure that everything is safe before we turn everything on, 
uh, probably a week, maybe nine days or so. Hmm. Not including the travel time there you know, to get there, but as far as I know, that that's a fairly short period of time, if I understood uh, correctly from some of the that's, people who were who were there. Yes, maybe a couple hours or so. <clears throat> hmm. Well, it's a thought. Well, that may be something we want to do. What's but I just don't know if we have the time. What's going on here? What are you guys chatting about? Uh, Alina looks at you and goes, Well, I was asking this one, pointing, she's pointing at Zathal, how do I, if I go and find uh, Master Kevdak when I'm ready to uh, engage with the final assault, how do I call you in to fulfill your oath? Well, why don't we go to Clear Meadow and ask the Hedgewitch? She'd be able to give us something that would help us, right? The Hedgewitch? Yeah, the lady who can The Hedgewitch? Head switch. Is the, the the head switch? <laughs> <laughs> the head switch? Are are we doing Invasion we doing of the Body Snatchers? <laughs> We're like a little bit of a slip from Hedwig, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yep. This young uh English kid shows up. He's looking to, he's looking to form an owl alliance. <laughs> oh, oh, boom, boom, boom. He wants to. He wants a lightning bolt for his our team colors. Uh, I just really want to like narrate an owl flying with an invitation, looking at Tegan, go and eh, no, and then flying away, keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not happening. So you can we go, Yanni? Can we go? I, I'm not the only one making that decision. All right, let's go. Uh, I think. I think. Well, I'm uh, sure people would like to get back to their homes. We we could we could ferry some of the people back to Clear Meadow and see if see if they you know I suppose if we needed to stick around for a week or so we if we have the time available we could potentially help with the rebuilding of Clear Meadow. I just don't know that we have the time. We do need to get back to Master Ganthus, so that's fair. A, a couple of uh, maybe Unum and Diem will travel with us for a little bit, so they can build the build the uh, Rune Forge on the ship as we travel to, back to Master Ganthus. We can we can figure all that out. Maybe we should talk to Athir and Marin and see if what they want to do. Well, if Athir's they want right to here. Oh. What? 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 Somebody, right somebody mentioned my name. What? <laughs> you were here talking with me and uh, Alina Two Swords. Was this head down on the desk or something, and I didn't see it, or what? I'm uh. tired. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I think. Really I think the day, least guys. we can do is is bring some people back to Clear Meadow. We. And, you know, we oh, we brought them away from their homes, and you know, I think it'd be worth bringing them back. And if you come with us, Alina, maybe you can talk to the hedge witch that can help us with uh, communications. I would like that. So you want to take off yeah. in a couple hours? Sooner the better. I think we have 
Uh, there may be a few things I need to wrap up before we leave. <laughs> yeah, you better have wrapped it. I mean, maybe not. You know, for the plot. Uh, for okay. the plot. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents. Quite literally. <laughs> All right, so maybe go talk to Marin and see what she says and just kind of do some planning over the next couple hours and see if we can get people back I think Marin's going to want to stay here I'll just talk to her about it and see if her sister wants to come uh, her sister? yeah sister. Uh, what? Hedwitch's <laughs> sister um, oh Vaney? you're talking about Edie. Vidi, 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 Vidi and Vaney Vidi and Vaney yeah Vaney's the one that's here, right? Vidi. Well, Vidi, I guess, is probably also here, but they're both here. But yeah, they're sisters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vaney was a member of the rebellion, right? Vidi is the one from Claire Meadow. Oh yeah, Correct. she's here right now. She, we don't have to yeah. go back to Claire yes. Meadow. Oh, okay. Correct. <laughs> wow, I'm glad somebody figured that out. Uh, as you guys are having this conversation, you hear like clanging um, as there's. Several people you hear in different directions who are like just hitting two random metal objects trying to get attention. Um, and they're like, attention, attention. And you know, as soon as they're like a crowd starts gathering around them, here, Lady Isabella has an oh, announcement to make. Sorry, sorry, you're just like, here, <laughs> Lady Isabella has an announcement to make. She will be on the, on the steps of Malatune, making her announcement of as to the plans for the city. Oh, I thought that was a birth announcement. Okay. <laughs> it's not, it does not work that it's fast. Not that quick. <laughs> it's like, dang. It's a gender reveal. Good, but not that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to start the whole city on fire. <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, so anyway, the, uh, yeah, so there's just, like, you, you find several different, you know, criers running around and, you know, yelling out that there's going to be an announcement at the main entrance to Malatune, um, that, and that Lady Isabella is giving the announcement. Must be bad news if they're crying. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. Um, and there's also ones near where you're having your tea, Tormir, as well, who are giving the same announcement. Uh, Tormir's actually going to make his way out of the mountain. Okay. So where did, did we park the ship? <laughs> Anybody know where you parked the car? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, so pull out the stone and beep it. <laughs> it's, it's in I the mean, white zone because it's for loading so and like, unloading. <laughs> so, like, I would have been smart enough is when we parked and the battle was over that I t- grabbed the stone. But you like, didn't. I wouldn't have just left that. You no, you did not grab the stone. Because someone else. I did didn't bo- say it. You're correct, but so, someone else did tell me that they grabbed the stone before. So, uh, I'm okay. I'm going with that. So we will find out Got who it. has the stone sure. momentarily. Well, sure. who has the stone has control of the ship. Yes, correct. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> well, you, if it's one of they two can people. power it up and power it down. 
Yeah, I was going to say, they can power it up again, but one of two people can actually control it. So, anywho, um, does anyone go to the announcement from Lady Isabella? Yes. I will. No. I'll, I'll go. Okay. So, those of you who do go, she announces, uh, you know, she makes this grand speech. She's actually, she's wearing an incredibly... You know, like fancy dress. It's probably the fanciest you've seen her dressed up since you've, you know, as long as you've known her. Um, she did really in almost all the time you guys spent with her, you know, down in the uh, labs and everywhere else you were with her. Uh, she wore not necessarily commoner's clothes, but, you know, not necessarily super extravagant clothing. Uh, being that you know that she is uh, of a noble house, she it's in all likelihood she owns some sort of uh, you know apparel of nobility. But this is the first time you've ever seen her dress in uh, that. It's yeah, these flowing white robes. They go past her feet onto the floor. The the, the collar of it is this big flared mess that kind of goes halfway you know up up the. Uh, you know, up the height of her head and then kind of flares out and kind of lays in these very, very, or, you know, neatly organized layers. Um, there's a lot of sort of reflective sheen within the fabric and there's a few gemstones you can see woven in as well. Um, to either side of her, on one side, you see Bellatius, um, who has a uh, either an eagle or a falcon. It's kind of hard to tell because, um, you know, he tra has trained both. But at this distance, you can see it's one of those two uh, standing or, or resting on his shoulder. And the other uh, on the other side is uh, Logrog of the Burning Wheels. Um, and she's up on this like raised platform. So she's well above, uh, you know, Bellatius in height. Uh, Logrog is actually at about the same height as he as she is, though, being that Logrog is nearly nine feet tall. Um, so despite that she's standing on a raised platform, they're roughly, their heads are about equal height at the moment. And she makes this grand speech. She speaks about, uh, you know, that she feels that, you know, she is, she is both, you know, glad as well as she takes her role very seriously as the, as the uh, steward uh, put in charge of Malatune temporarily while the city is being rebuilt. Uh, she, you know, make, she goes on to explain that all people, whether they resi reside within Skyreach, Cogworks, the Hollows, or even uh, the, the cities outside, immediately outside of Malatun, uh, all have equal say in how this city is run. Um, there are, you know, there, there is no class or order of, of systems. Uh, everyone's voice counts equal no matter where you are within the city. Um, and she also goes on to explain that she will help oversee the rebuilding of the city, uh, how things are, are helping, um, that she has several people uh, who are helping her. And then she gestures over towards uh, Bellatius and says, and uh, Bellatius, the leader of the uh, Order of the White Lily, has, uh, has agreed to stay here and uh, help and assist uh, so long as is needed until the city is rebuilt. As such, uh, the moment that the that the city is uh, is re is at least put in, not necessarily fully rebuilt, but as soon as it is put back in order and everyone has a roof over their heads and has a uh, a meal in their bellies, 
uh, then I shall step down as steward and we shall open elections for, for the person who will lead us going forward. And, uh, you know, there's like cheers and crowd, you know, people cheering. You do see that a number of people in the crowd, it's definitely by far a minority who seem to uh, grumble at her simply stepping up and announcing that she is now the person in power. And either you're not sure if they object to someone taking over in power in general or if they think someone else should have been the steward for right now in, in, instead of her. But um, by far, just based on just measuring kind of the, the crowd's reaction, it's definitely there's a far more people who are in favor of her right now than, than are opposed. Um, do any of you guys do anything during the whole speech or announcement? Is the ceremony for uh, Shale and... Oh, my friend. Mad Marwin. your friend and you don't remember his yeah, name. Mad my, my friend, that one guy. Yeah, that one dude. <laughs> that one guy. Is that happening today? Mad Marwood. Yeah, it's... it's um, If you ask about it, um, if you ask, like, Marin or anyone else, they, they say, that, yes, they're going to be doing a uh, small ceremony, you know, small service for it. And um, going through doing that... Um, so eventually, you know, but that will happen. Kind of, you know, they're, they're not going to make a big deal about it. I mean, there are a lot of people who died and there, you know, it's there, there's probably going to be a public service, uh, for everyone kind of collectively, but, uh, Marin specifically wants to hold a small service for those two. Okay. I offer to help plan it and, and okay. lead it. All right. Um, in the meantime, though, so it sounds like as far as people's intentions, uh, we're, we're going to go into, I guess, sort of uh, downtime mode uh, between now and when that service is, is held. So the service is probably going to be held in a few days. But overall, in downtime mode, you guys each have about, we'll say, seven or eight days uh, in total of downtime between the, the different events that are going on. Uh, so I'd like to go around really quick and ask everyone, uh, what is your plan for, um, or do you have any activities that you want to do in your downtime? Studying, crafting, uh, or you know, anything seven else? Seven or eight days? Yes. So we're going to be in Malatune for another seven or eight days? Well, you can be in Malatune, Clear Meadow, because you know, there's probably some people who are going to try to take the airship. Uh, you probably first of all have to figure out who has the stone right now of the five of you. Um, I mean, so I guess, Jathal, you know that you personally are not in possession of the stone. So who do you ask first? I'll never tell. Okay. Uh, I would have asked uh, Tormir first. Okay. If he has it. So Tormir, when Jathal eventually finally tracks you down, where whereabouts does he find you? Would he track me down? Are, have, uh, are you, maybe are not. You, are you still within the city? Yeah, you know, within the city proper or, or the exterior maybe, city area. Maybe I should start with my plans for that time. Sure. So, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, when that ceremony was going on, um, Tormir left the mountain, and he's been feeling very out of balance for the last few weeks just being pretty much run roughshod with no breaks and a tremendous amount of pressure from 
the responsibility of essentially saving an entire um, town. And so he wanted to find a bit of center within himself and has decided to take up some of the climbing trails around the mountain that lead to old dwarven shrines uh, that have been there for a long time that he knew about but has not seen in a uh, considerable amount of time. Okay. Um, yeah, you are you were able to find some of those shrines, and they you were your suspicions were absolutely correct. They are uh, they have not been seen or touched for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of plant growth that kind of obscures it, so it's very likely that's why people didn't find them. But you know, kind of wading your way through the uh, overgrowth of the area, you're able to find the, the the shrines in virtually you know pristine condition outside of the uh, the large amount of plant growth. What do you want to do at those shrines? So at each one, he's just going to take some time to uh, meditate, you know, contemplate on next steps and just try to decompress a bit from everything that's been going on. Uh, and, you know, nothing necessarily is a direct goal, but just he needs time on his own terms for a bit. Okay. Okay, so is that what you do for pretty much the whole downtime period, or do you, you know, how, how many days do you spend doing that? Probably four to five. There's a lot of the shrines that are dotted about the mountain, okay. and it's not exactly fast climbing a mountain. So, you know, he'll set up camp at one of them for the night or something like that and continue on. Okay. So, Jathal, you, in the first few days, are not able to find Tormir. So do you look for anyone else in the group? That's fair. Uh, I guess I try and find Aether because he would be the next person that I would, uh, you know, question whether or not if he grabbed it or if or if he knows if someone grabbed it okay Athir, uh where would you be for the first few days after this um let me think here i, I you know i i i would probably use this opportunity to just just relax and uh try to center myself so just around uh the wherever we're staying is is where i'd be at okay so you're able to find Athir fairly quickly then. Sure. Uh, so what do you say to Athir? Uh, uh, come up and be like, hey there, Athir. Hey, um, uh, got a question. Um, in in the heat of the battle and you know the the victory and all that, um, I, I didn't grab the stone from the ship. I don't know if you know if someone did, because it's, it's not there anymore. So I'm a little concerned. What? Uh, it's missing? I mean, you don't know where it is? I mean, it's something that important. Uh, how could we possibly be missing that? Did somebody yeah, take it? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's definitely not in the ship anymore, so... Uh, I haven't been able to find Tormir, so he may have it, but I just didn't know if you knew if someone had it or s you had it or... Well, well, nobody told me that they had it, okay. so uh, I'd be concerned, well, you know. There, there's, there's yeah, people among us that could cause trouble. Then there's the fact that somebody might have stole it, and we need to track it back down. Right, right, right. Uh, ooh, uh, I have something for this. I just remembered. You have the stone compass. <laughs> I do. Uh, I actually have something to be able you to help us find stone. it. You stone. Uh, yes, I do. Kinda. Uh, so I pull out my little module thing. Uh huh. Okay. And I try and uh, find the uh, find the stone. Okay. Uh, you're kind of you are able to see that it is um, in a. It's definitely not. A theory doesn't have it on him, and it's <laughs> in yeah. a in another direction. It's not far. In that direction, not far. Okay. Fair enough. But it appears to be on the move at the current time, slowly, like you know, someone moving on foot. And it's outside of All the right. city. Well, it's outside the city, so I guess I'm gonna go try and find it. Okay. So go ahead, uh, Jethal. Are you going by yourself? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I'm asking Is you. Anyone else coming with? I mean, I'm walking. Help well, I mean, if I mean, we kind of need to find that stone, right? And maybe this, maybe it is Tormir. I don't know where he went. He doesn't seem to be in town, so maybe he's maybe he's out there and he's got it. I don't know, but we do need to find it. We need to retrieve it. So I've got a bearing. So you got a bear? Rawr. Oh, I've got a bearing. Rawr. How bearable. Of where to go. Alright, so you have Tormir, uh, Tor it sounds like Tormir's offered to help. Do you try to find either Tabitha or Tegan, or do you head Tormir straight away to go get it? has offered to help? Sorry, Athir. I am terrible with names. <laughs> the that guy has offered to help. The, the that, that guy. guy. Um, Good old what's his name. I don't know. We probably don't need them right now, do we? Alright. So, um... Jethal, I'm going to ask you to give me a survival check. Um, uh, so, and, and as you, we're walking... Hang on. So, you, before before we actually get out of the city, mm -hmm. uh, I remember something. I okay. have a spell that can help with this. Uh, okay. Let me You're not think. remembering can a whole I... lot of stuff, are you? Use it right Heck, now. I'm not remembering fire. the party name, our party members' names, and I'm the DM. So I mean, I can't hold uh, Jethal to to that account. What is our group name? Is the real question. 
Platypus get- gang. Well, you guys were named the Platypus Gang, but that was also named by a member of the party that isn't around anymore. Yeah. So I think it's high time that you guys come up with a new group name. But we can figure that one out when the group is all back together again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I have to take ten minutes to do a spell substitution. But, okay. Uh, what what spell? Are I you remember casting? that I have the message spell. Okay. And I want to just try and get a hold of Tormir. Okay. And see if he is somewhere and if he has the stone. What is the range of the message spell? Oh, man, that's... Hmm. Well, if I heighten it to third level, uh, it's 500 feet. <laughs> okay. You can go ahead and so try to cast probably it. Probably not in range. See if he's within 500 feet of you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could kind of tell that from... Looking? Like, where the... Com- <laughs> like, where I was able to pinpoint the stone. Yeah, Obviously, I don't know that he has a stone, but it's an indication of maybe he has it. I'm going off of the idea that he might have it, so... Okay. Does that uh, is that stone within five hundred feet of me? Based on your little compass uh, device, it looks like it's probably. I mean, it's hard to tell. It, it doesn't really like show sure, you a map yeah. and distance, but yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as you can tell, it's probably more than five hundred feet away from last time you used it to track something down. Sure. Uh, okay. But um, you can try to do your best. I mean, you can use this little compass thing to try your best to try to walk towards it, you and Athir together. So I will allow you to make a survival check to track. Um, I will give you a plus two. No, a plus four from the compass because it's literally telling you exactly where it is. And another plus two because Athir is helping you for in the areas that you're... Uh, not necessarily good mm-hmm. at tracking, so can hey, a deer just at... track and I don't? <laughs> well, do you do you hand him the compass and say, "Here, you find Probably it"? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. That's that's not me. So you can. <laughs> so I'll, I'll allow a deer to assist you, which would give you a plus two, and then the compass yeah. itself gives you a, a bonus to tracking it down as well. Sure. So. You'll overall get a plus so, six. Plus six? Yeah. Okay. So, what is that? 15? Okay. <laughs> so, Jathal and Dathir go walking around the mountainside, and Dathir walks. Dathir. Dathir? Yeah, yeah. Dathir. That's your couple name, is Dathir. <laughs> So Jathal and Athir go... I guess we're uh, going to have a Tomegan then. (laughs) 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 So Jathal and Athir, listeners, we record this late at night and we're all very tired. Anyway, um, but uh, Jathal and Athir go walking up and down the mountainside. Um, at various points, Jathal 
thinks he went the wrong way, so he goes back down a different path, and then up this path, and then down that path, and then at a certain point, Jathal looks at Ethere and says, I think we're lost. Okay. And I'm so happy I didn't go along with this. And we will end the episode there with Jathal and Athir lost on the uh, on the mountainside. Uh, Tabitha and Tegan will figure out what they're doing next time as well. But uh, thank you again, listeners. Am I going to have to find you? Potentially. Tabitha leads the rescue Maybe. party. Uh, in the meantime, though, listeners, please reach out to us. You can uh, find us on Facebook. You can email us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Again, as a reminder, uh, we are doing a upcoming mailbag episode, so you have any uh, questions, comments, or thoughts you'd like to hear us read on air or, or any an- questions you'd like to have answered, uh, definitely reach out to us. Uh, also, uh, some members of our convention or of our uh, group uh, for the podcast are going to be at an upcoming convention here in Iowa uh, on the weekend of October. What weekend is that? October 15th. October fifteenth uh, through the seventeenth. Uh, there's a convention in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, called Icon. That we've been invited to. And uh, we will be there. Uh, we have a panel, and uh, a few members of our group will be there to. Uh, so if you are happen to be around the area, feel free to uh, drop by and say hi. Uh, we'd love to meet any listeners out there. If you want to see what we look like, wahaha. Uh, otherwise, in the meantime, uh, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.